Welcome, my fellow wannabes. Welcome to another edition of Game Club as part of the Wannabe Critic. I am your host, the Wannabe Critic, Gabriel Fast, and joining me is my my um, my first Game Club guest, Hayden Walker. Hayden, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm glad we're able to uh, sit down. Uh, we're we're on via you know via Discord chat. Um, you know the the coronavirus has really thrown a wrench in things, and this is our third episode of Game Club where we are playing CrossCode. Um, for those of you who don't know, CrossCode is a offline MMO, a uh, a artificial MMO, so to speak. And um, we've been playing it. I don't know what your game clock is. Um, mine says it's almost thirty hours. It's probably closer to like twenty five hours, just because I've been AFK, you know, a little bit, and I would just leave it running. But mm-hmm. um, still, though, you know, I'm, I'm, I've I've played a decent chunk of the game. Do you know what your game clock's at? I'm not exactly sure. I, it doesn't show a ton on Steam because at one point I played it for a really long time when we weren't when we didn't have internet. So. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, I'd say so, 10 or 15 hours. Gotcha. So it like basically it didn't keep track of that time that you had played. Mhm. Uh, that sucks. Well, uh, it's not really a problem. Yeah, not that big of a deal. I think we're about in the same place. Um so I just kind of want to just get right into it with, you know, the episode, but first of all, like how have you been? What have you been doing to pass the time during the coronavirus pandemic? Um, you know, been doing stuff that I obviously don't usually do. Um, you know, you have time for smaller things that you often neglect when you, you know, you're busy. So it's been different, but it's been a, it's been a nice change, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Have you been playing any games other than CrossCode? Yeah, I've been playing a pretty decent amount of games. What have you been playing? I have been playing a lot of Civ Five. Okay, um, so is this the one? This is the one that's on Switch too, right? Like it's only it's only on computer and Switch, right? Civ Five. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't know that Civ Five was on Switch. I had it at one point on Switch. Was it? Hmm. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I I think because Civ Five, that's the one where on the cover of it, like there's a guy holding a globe, right? On the cover of the game cover right hmm i'm not sure all right i'm looking it up um, right now but go ahead and tell tell yeah. us about your and tell us about your uh your experiences in civ 5 how much time you've been putting in that bad boy oh man i i went through a couple days ago i literally played it all day it is one of those games that you can uh it just time will drain when you're playing it and before you know it it's been five or six hours and you've been playing civ all day and it feels good though, honestly. It's not like a bad feeling. It's just a really fun game. Yeah, it's one of those ones where it is satisfying because I've I've put a little bit of time into Civilization, you know, over the over its different iterations, you know, whether that be on like Civilization Revolution Three on uh, Xbox, the Civilization mm-hmm. on phone. I played. Uh, I've seen a little bit of gameplay of Civ Six. Civilization Six is the one that's available on Switch, but yeah, I just oh, looked yeah, it up. Civ, fi- yeah, Civ Five is the one that's only on um, computer, mm-hmm. Mac, and Linux systems. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, I 
I uh, you seem like the type of person that totally would get into those types of games because it's very detail oriented and meticulous, and you could pretty much have it go whatever way you know you want. So that and that totally uh, seems right. It's up to very self paced too. Yeah, totally. Extremely self paced. I mean, it's to- totally self paced. Like just whatever you want to do. Yeah, whatever you want it to be for sure. Have you been playing your Switch at all much? I have been playing my Switch. Yeah. Um, we we got Animal Crossing. We've been playing Ultimate Chicken Horse a lot. Um, that's about it. What kind of uh, fruit? What kind of fruit do you guys have on your island on Animal Crossing by chance? We have, we have cherries. Oh, okay, got you. I can't find anybody. Well, I yeah, I have uh, I have all the fruit except for pears. Oh really? Yeah. So I'm 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 on the quest for some pears. So if you if you mm. find any, if you go to an island and you find some pears, let me know because I would totally come to your island and take some from you. Oh, uh, I'll hook you up, dog. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. I have I what I've been doing is, uh, dude. I this is my first Animal Crossing experience, and I honestly think that it might be my game of the year already. Really? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of games coming out later on in the year, but. With everything getting delayed, I'm not sure that any of those games are actually going to be coming out anytime soon, so mm-hmm. we'll see. But, I mean, I've had the game for a couple of weeks. There's people who have already put hundreds of hours into this game, which, you know, they would have it or they would have it for, for a longer time because of they have to review it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I've put in 30 hours already, which is a lot for my lifestyle, you know. And I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. What I've been doing is, like, I get all my fruit, I've moved all my trees off of the main part of my island and moved them to the western part of my island so that basically you don't have to just kind of go around your island and pick up all your fruit. You have all your fruit in one place. You go to every single tree. You knock it down. You get your wood. You get all your fruit. You sell your fruit for the day. You sell all, or you make, you craft all your stuff with the wood you got. And then you, you, before you know it, you're making trillions, lots of money. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, I, I absolutely love the the daily routine game loop aspect of it it's uh it reminds me a lot of stardew valley and i know animal crossing was long before stardew valley but yeah well i mean even stardew valley kind of takes off of the harvest moon you know the guy who likes Mm -hmm. you know the guy who made stardew basically said that you know harvest moon was like the main inspiration which is pretty dope when you think about it but Mm -hmm. i think stardew valley is much better than harvest moon i don't know if you ever played those but um Uh, yeah the thing i like about Heart, the, or the thing I like about Animal Crossing is y- you can time travel if you want to, but it's like this weird thing where you play a game for a couple of hours every day or, maybe, you know, 30 minutes to two hours a day. You're like, all right, I did everything I want to go do. So now I can go play Pokemon or go play whatever else I want to go play, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, do my other things. I already did the things that I did in this game. And I think that's really awesome whenever a game can make you do that. And makes such a large audience of people do that. It's just really special and bizarre. And like, I don't know, I'm always curious as to what animals are going to come to my island. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's just a really fun game. So yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's pretty much what I've been doing, you know, as playing Animal Crossing and trying to play my Switch a little bit more. I've been really busy with uh, creating content, you know, the past couple of weeks. Been trying to kind of set up a new little swing i've been kind of on the hunt for some side jobs and maybe a new a new audio job so things have been good but i'm really happy that we're able to sit down and talk about crosscode because i got i actually have a lot to say so let's just go ahead and get right into it 
So I think we said there would be like four episodes. We would try and do four episodes. And maybe mm-hmm. what we could do is kind of push the next episode out a little bit farther after we've both played about 40 or 50 hours or, you know, 35 to 45 hours, something like that. That way we can advance because I'm still stuck in the first area and I know you are too, yet we've Mm -hmm. played all this time. So I still think CrossCode is an absolute gem of a game so far. Um, I think it's really special. I think virtually, and it's not perfect, but, I mean, I think you were talking about earlier before we started the, uh, the the microphones how good of a response it has on Steam. I think it has like yeah. a 9 out of 10 on, 10 on Steam. People have put thousands mm-hmm. of hours into this game. And mm-hmm. whenever people do that, that just kind of speaks – that that's a really good selling point for how good of a game it is. Now, mm-hmm. it's really bizarre because I don't think I've ever played a 2D game – that really is meant to be played if you can sit down and play it for like three to five hours at a time like that's the best way to play it would you agree Mm -hmm. with that oh yeah i totally agree it's uh one of those games that you can't just pick up and play a little bit for sure yeah and i mean i talked to the i interviewed the developer on the podcast uh, about a year ago and, you know, he said that he drew a lot of inspiration from the old school Legend of Zelda and stuff like that. Yet Legend of Zelda is one of those games where you can pick it up for 20 or 30 minutes and get something done. You know, you can have fun mm-hmm. in 20 or 30 minutes. Whereas if you can take a block of time to set aside to play CrossCode, that's where you're going to get the most ben- the most fun out of it. Because I sat down mm-hmm. myself for like three hours last night and I was having a blast because it does a really good job of making you feel like you're actually in an MMO. Mm-hmm. And I, I absolutely love that. But I mean, what, what kind of give me your overall view of how, how far, you know, of what you think of the game. Cause you actually had to replay the beginning of it twice, right? Yep. I sure did. So kind of give me, you know, have your thoughts changed from last time you've been pretty up on it the past couple of episodes, but what do you think about it mm-hmm. now? Well, I, I agree with what you said. It is very engaging. It's a lot of fun. I love the graphics. It's uh, um, very pretty. The combat system is a lot of fun. But I don't think that this game is for everyone. And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of strategy involved uh, with the puzzles and even the combat. So if you're not willing to like sit down and... Uh, even pause the game sometimes and just think then you're in trouble. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And that's kind of the conclusion that I came to myself as well. Last night is this game looks like it should be for everybody yet. It's not Mm -hmm. like, it's really Mm -hmm. not for everybody. If you, if you don't like MMOs or you don't like the idea of MMOs, I don't know that you would like this game because it's totally built to be like an artificial MMO. And, I think that can kind of trip people up because on the surface it does. And, and, and you know, there was this game, I don't know if you ever watched Dragon Ball Z whenever you were a kid, but you mentioned the combat before. There's this game called Legacy of Goku um, on Game Boy Advance. And basically it was pretty much the same type of format as what we're playing right now with CrossCode. You know, it was a, it was a hack and slash, beat em up, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, 2D style. But the way it felt was super duper gratifying. 
I definitely think that even though the combat's really fun, I don't think people are going to be playing this game just for the combat. Because on its surface, it's just, you know, repetitive hack and slash. If you Mm -hmm. don't like every aspect of what an MMO is, I don't think you're going to like this game, honestly. Um, And it is a time sink. I mean, like I said, I probably have 25, 28 hours in it. And I knew I was in trouble. Or the the here here's something that happened to me. I was playing last night, and I I didn't quite understand this how big this game is, the scope of this game, until this is the you know sixth or seventh time I've logged on you know to play the game, and in the game the moderator that's talking to you throughout the game, the first area you find that's like the main area where you're getting most of your quests. Well, the next time you find mm-hmm. an area, that's the first time that you quote unquote log off while you're inside the game. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, oh my God, 25 hours in. And he's making a comment like, wow, we've been playing for a long time. Blah, blah, blah. It's about time to log off. And I'm like, yeah, I'd say like, it's kind of <laughs> crazy. And that, that to me was just like bonkers. I'm like, wow, this game is huge. And another kind of like nitpicky thing that I, that I do have to kind of say about the game is the level design, especially in, uh, Rookie Harbor or whatever, mm. it's kind of cumbersome. Oh, um, it for, it definitely is. Yeah, and I mean, I, I find myself f- flipping my map open a lot to try mm. and find the area that I need to get to, whatever headquarters. Because you, know, you go to your different factions and you're getting your quests and stuff. And granted, you mm. know that's kind of a typical thing that you do in an MMO. But it would be nice, you know. I think about a game like Destiny, where Destiny, you put a way maker on something and it has a little blip on the corner of the screen, mm-hmm. you know, telling you where to go. There's a function in the game, your analysis tool in the game. It's like, you, you know, you basically you hit L2 and it brings up all your little sub menus that tell you where you're, what, you know, you can pull up your map, you can pull up your analysis, you can pull up your items, you can pull up, you know, uh, whatever the, th- the thing is on the bottom. Why not just take that analysis idea Throw that to where I know where I need to go at all times rather than making me search mm-hmm. for it. And I I think that's a big a big part of where this game falls short is the menus are kind of cumbersome. It doesn't take away mm-hmm. from the fun of the game, but it does. I do feel I'm already directionally challenged kind of. So it does kind of discombobulate me whenever I have to be. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know what I want to do, but I'm constantly having to flip my map open. And I guess, you know, eventually mm-hmm. it just gets to where you are going to those areas all the time. So it's like you kind of get used to it. But I mean, what do you think? I'll tell you what. I'm on the quest where I just got assigned to meet all the different factions. So I'm trying to do that right now. And just going with what you said, I am having the most terrible time getting around this map, trying to find these people. And I know that's part of the the game, but it's really uh, it's it's been frustrating at times just trying to find stuff to do yeah i don't i don't necessarily appreciate when i have to go so far out of my way just to do something simple yeah i i definitely and i think you know this game is very untraditional in in that the mechanics feel like they should be simple especially the navigation mechanics feel like they should be simple but this game goes out of its way to give literally give you an entire area that takes you 10 to 15 hours 20 hours in my case to learn how to play the game and to mm-hmm. teach you like what you're supposed to be doing, which 
you know, a lot of times we, we talk about like modern games nowadays, especially like open world games, you have a 10, 15 minute tutorial and then you're done, you know. This yep. entire first area is a tutorial. The first 20 hours of this game is a tutorial. And honestly, that is a a very non-Western thing to do in the mm. game. But yet the style that we're, we're seeing this, it appears to be a more Western style than what we're used to. You know what I mean? So it is mm. kind of jarring at first. But once you get that, lear- you know, the learning curve, it can be kind of steep. But once you have it... If you appreciate the game loop, you're going to appreciate the game loop. So once you mm-hmm. figure out that, hey, I'm not quite sure where this faction is, I got to pull up my map and just hover over with my cursor to find the general area where they are, then you actually, it's kind of like the olden days of following a map. Like, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is frustrating whenever, like you said, I have to go out of my way to do something simple. I think it just mm-hmm. boils down to repetition and to, you know, to give the game a defense. You and I have talked off mic about how we, we every time we sit down to boot up this game we're like oh man it's just it's just hard you know it's hard to get into but then once i made the connection of i can't just sit down and play this game for 45 minutes i mm-hmm. have to devote like an evening to it i have to devote like an afternoon to it or you know whatever which is crazy because you look at the game and you you wouldn't think that it would really have to be that way but it totally is Oh, for sure. It took me not having internet to launch this game. So that really says <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. No, I, I'm really enjoying my time with it still. I, I do think it was it was that thing last night of whenever I booted it up and I'm like, okay, here we go again, whatever. Two mm-hmm. hours in, I'm having a blast. I'm fully immersed. You know, I'm fully immersed in this game. I'm like trying to find the next thing to do. I'm, 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 I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to the quest leveling up takes time you know um you you come to learn that just like any other mmo battling enemies is really not the way to level up it's completing quests and Mm -hmm. you know like the combat is really you can just blow right past enemies if you want to like the combat is really just to kind of give you something different to do and i mean obviously Mm -hmm. the combat is necessary in some areas and for some quests but i don't know i just i know this already feels like such a full world and such a time-consuming world, and we're at the tip of the iceberg, literally. I agree. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I that's kind of why I'm wanting to, you know, maybe play a little bit longer and try and maybe even get through the next area of the game because I know there's so much to do. There's not. We're not going to be able to give like a full analysis and review over the course of four episodes, but we will know if we want to keep talking about it. You know, by the end of the fourth episode. Because knowing myself, unless I unless I make this the main game I'm playing, there's a really good chance it's going to take me a really long time to even getting close to finishing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. But one thing I wanted to mention is the amount of dialogue in this game. I usually am annoyed by it. This game has made me appreciate dialogue in other games. Yeah, the dialogue, that, that was one thing I wanted to comment. The dialogue is fantastic. It's brilliant. It's funny. It's, uh, it's crisp. It's easy to read. I like it a lot. Yeah, and it's funny because you're the character you play as Leah, she's mute. So she can't mm-hmm. talk. And like they're trying to rebuild her her auditory or you know her uh, yeah, her auditory like database or whatever. So someone will like be saying something really heavy or like will be asking her a question and she just kind of looks around, she just says her name, Leah. And honestly like I was playing last night and I found myself just like belly laughing 
because just the way it was placed, she hasn't said anything in such a long time. And all of a sudden she just blurts her name out. And I looked at the screen, I'm like, why is she? Oh, that's all she can say is her name, you know? And it was just, it, it's, it's really well written. It's really funny. Um, it's wholesome. Yeah, it's very wholesome. It's just- it very much is. And I honestly think that the best thing that could ever happen to this game is for it to come to Switch and get into as many people's hands as possible because once this game comes out on Switch, it is going to explode. Honestly think it would be a lot easier for me to play it if it was on Switch. I agree. Like I just pick up my Switch, plug it into the TV and be immersed. It'd be super simple. Yeah, I totally agree. Um it's been, you know, it was supposed to come on Switch last year. Um the developer has been saying that it's going to be coming out this year. Uh, I can't imagine the amount of work it might it must be to try and port a game of this magnitude into the Switch. You know, we just take it at face value. Oh, it's 2D. It should be no problem to port. It's not always true. Um, you know, we're talking about a game that was built for computers, literally, to be ported, you know. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's always a challenge anyways for any game. And a lot of times, games that do get ported that are highly requested... It's usually hit or miss if they're good or not, you know. So obviously with the power of the newer consoles and things like that, it's making it easier and easier. But I can't wait to have this game on Switch. And honestly, it makes me more reluctant to play this game more on computer. You know what I mean? Whenever I know it is coming to Switch. which That's exactly what I was thinking. It's going to be a real shame when it does come out to Switch. And we're going to be in the tutorial again. Yeah, well, Uh and... I was thinking about this. The best thing that they could do, and developers have shown that they already can do this, the best thing that they, that they could do is find a way to cloud save what you have. That way, whenever you plug in your Switch, you can go back and forth between your computer and your Switch. I, For some reason, mm-hmm. I feel like they might do that because of the type of game that this is. So mm-hmm. if they did that, they would have my... I mean, I'm going to double dip anyways, but they would for sure have my money if oh, yeah. they were you know, able to do that, but... Yeah, um, definitely. The dialogue is great. I mean, it just keeps surprising me more and more. It's awesome. I love the aspect of your ally that you have with you. I love that that is supposed to be a real player. So I just got to the mm-hmm. fir- to a, a point where she logs off, or we all log off, you know what I mean? And then it's the next day, and then your moderator comes in, and it's like, hey, you're so-and-so's online. So to me, that says mm-hmm. there's going to be points where you're going to be meeting other people and you can invite your companion, whoever you mm-hmm. want, whoever's online, to come and be your companion. And I love mm-hmm. that idea because... Isn't, isn't there a companion menu that you can like... I don't know what it does yet. I haven't looked at it, but it does something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It totally... Um, the companion menu totally... Just, it just shows you all your friends that are online. So it's basically like going on your Xbox and inviting mm-hmm. someone to play, you know, Destiny or whatever with you. And I, I yeah. love that. And the way your character behaves, your companion behaves, it totally feels like a real person, um, mm-hmm. which I really like. Uh, it kind of gives me a sense of, like, Kingdom Hearts a little bit, the way your companion behaves. Um, it's like a scaled-down Kingdom Hearts kind of thing. Like, they're kind of, you're doing your thing, then your companion's going crazy. It's just, it works. It really mm-hmm. works for me. I do it have to really kind of, I have to kind of tell on myself, um... I was playing, and I was like, man, I keep getting all these weapons, these newer weapons, but it just doesn't feel like I'm doing any damage to these enemies at all. So Mm -hmm. then I went into my circuits menu and realized that pretty much all of my power-up points, I hadn't applied any of them. 
So like everything was set down to like base, like base everything. And I was like, well, I'm a freaking idiot. So I, you know, as soon as I applied them to different areas, you know, I went around the circle one time and then started picking and choosing where I wanted to go. I just saw how you're in that first diamond and there's basically like four diamonds all around. Like it's the, the, the amount of stuff you can do in this game is wild. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. Go ahead. I got a, I got a lot to work to do because I got tossed up by a couple of those, um, what are they called? They're like the hedgehog type things. Oh yeah, the the hedgehog or whatever. Yeah, the hedgehog. Yeah. Have you run into the uh, bull yet? Into the what? There's like bulls everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those aren't that difficult to me. They weren't. You just have to dodge their uh, their bull thing they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I'm also continually continuously surprised in is. How I'll be playing, I'll be going to an air, you know, I'll be going to do something. And I know the music isn't really familiar, but it feels familiar. Like, I know I've never experienced this music in any other game before, but the way that the music has been designed, the sound design, it feels like I have played it before and it feels familiar. And I, I just love that. I just mm-hmm. wanted to comment on how impressive the soundtrack really is and how, I don't know, I feel like I could see this being people's legend of zelda like their favorite game of all time at some point mm-hmm. you know like i definitely think the game deserves more attention but yeah the music is a blissfully repetitive yeah it's it, about it it doesn't get annoying mm-hmm. it's nice so it well Aiden, do you think this about wraps up our episode three yeah i'd say so yeah it's a nice discussion it was i uh i felt like i pretty much said everything that I had to say about the game so far. I'm still going to be playing it. I think it's definitely worth your time still, whatever you have to spend it on, whatever you have to get it on. I definitely look forward to our next episode. You know, who would have thought that we put 30 plus hours into a game and we're still in the beginning of the game? Mm, like, it's wild. It's crazy. You know, I, I had no idea the scale that we're getting. I wonder what into. the uh, average game length is, though. Man, it's I don't know. It is hard to say because I've seen people on Steam who have a couple hundred hours clocked, you know. But also there's people on Steam with 50 hours and they're like, first playthrough was amazing, you know. Yeah. So it's hard to say. I guess we'll find out. I guess we will. We shall. We shall. And I guess there is other things too, like side. how many many side quests you want to do versus, you know, how many main quests you're going to do and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. there's certain things. There's always things that you can do that you don't, you know, you could just rush through it probably. I bet to rush through it. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I am doing, I'm one of the type that does every single little thing. I explore every little nook and cranny. So I'm probably going to be a solid 200 hours in this game, I'd say. Yeah, I think that's probably about where I'm going to be at too. Um and that's totally the same way. I like to do every side quest, anything I can. I mean, I think there's people that could probably, if there's a daily quest in the first area you go to, people would probably spend a long time there, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love that. I mean, I'm getting quests right now that you have to be level 50. Like, it's recommended level 50 to complete, mm-hmm. you know? So that just goes to show uh, the scope and scale of this game is just, it's amazing to me. So I'm loving it. I'm having a really good time exploring and taking my time through it. Um, and I, I definitely, I wish more people were playing it right now so they could kind of join in on the conversation, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to blast. Yeah. It's, it is a blast. It's a lot of fun. So 
Well, Hayden, um, that's going to wrap it up for us. We have uh, obviously been recording Game Club episodes. Hayden has kind of joined the Wannabe Critic as a uh, a co-host of sorts for a couple of different shows. He's the first guest on Game Club, as well as the... Um, the uh, the, the office, the, yeah, they are the co-host of the office and review, which hopefully you guys have been checking those episodes out too. Mm-hmm. As always, if you guys have anything to say to us, you can always find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. Um, it's the wannabe critic, pretty much on any social platform you can think of. Hayden has his very own podcast as well. Um, yes, Hayden, sir. why don't you go ahead and plug that? We are the mashed potatoes podcast. We uh, it's a bit of a comedy. It's hard to say comedy because, you know, you don't really know if it's funny or not, but a comedy talk show. This week we talked about rhinos for a lot longer than we should have. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. if you're into that kind of stuff, check us out. We're on Instagram and on all the uh, podcast platforms. Yeah, so. I'd say if you're a Gen Z, it's definitely the show for you. It's definitely mm-hmm. that's your that's your target audience, I would say. So, mm-hmm. But I appreciate you keeping me hip with all the the kids lingo as i usually say and uh, i appreciate you taking the time to be on my show and talk about this game and uh i will be excited for us to talk about our last episode um of this particular game and i guess you know if people want us to talk about it here, here's my plan is that if people want us to kind of give our thoughts you know after months and months have gone by like hey i wonder what they ever thought of cross code you know, um, that would be kind of cool. But as for now, we're going to keep it to one more episode. We have more guests coming on Game Club. If you would like to be a part of Game Club, reach out. Maybe we could make it happen. Who knows? So as always, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And uh, have a great day. Peace.